We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. I've got so many screens on there that I don't know which one's which. Uh, this, this is Hand Raised Guys presented. I was like, <laughs> I hope this is right. Hand Raised Guys presented by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. I'm Neil McCready. That's Chase Parm here on this Thursday Evening, it's getting dark. It's 5.03 p.m., a little late, but not terrible, not terrible late. Lots of content up at um, rebelgrove.com, more content up at MPW Digital, frankly. I need to write a basketball story. It's probably going to be later tonight, early tomorrow. Chase has a uh, basketball podcast that's out, um, Real Tree Rebels, is that right? Yeah, that's what we did with that one, yeah. Talked to uh, former Ole Miss coach Rob Evans, who's in town today with his wife. They were guests of the basketball program earlier today at practice, and they will be honored tomorrow night when Ole Miss entertains Sam Houston State at uh, Tad Smith Coliseum, there you go. <laughs> which is what we were talking about <laughs> momentarily ago. Um, yeah, we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air. Um, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, same great products, same great people, just different names. If you uh, are in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, that area, get in touch with our friends at uh, Comer, 662-801-1777. If you uh, are from uh, Hernando, uh, DeSoto County, Memphis, that area, get in touch with our friends at Southern, 662-429-4429. Uh, this will be one of the Friday Oxford Exxon podcast. Get you through, uh, get you into the weekend. Uh, Chase is what, what's going on there. Yeah. So, uh, last chance for catering for a football game. You get that on Saturday against ULM. You got ribs, you got pulled pork, you got tons of options for that. But more importantly, Thanksgiving is next week. Look, turkey can be a hassle. A lot of ways to screw that up. You don't want to be that guy that screws up the turkey. Let them handle it for you anywhere that there is a sweet daddy's in Mississippi. They'll take care of your turkey. They do. We, we talk about this every year, and you guys use it a lot, so I appreciate you for doing that. They will smoke the turkey for you. You drop it off. Have it thawed. has to be thawed. They will not thaw your turkey for you. Thaw it. Send it to them. Put your name on it. That's important, too, when it's like in the smoker. They didn't know whose is whose. And then they will uh, get it to you. Pick that up on Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, great option there for that. And then this weekend, enjoy the games, the beer cave, 
all the alcoholic beverages you need there at the Oxford Exxon locally. And again, we're in the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote and the rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. The, uh, Campbell Clinic hotline will be open momentarily. It's in Oxford now, the Campbell Clinic is, not the hotline. Well, the hotline's in Oxford too, but the Campbell Clinic is as well. 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street. From the cottages at Hooper Hollow, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com. Or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic. Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. We will have a post-game show on Saturday afternoon. Um, it's probably not going to start like right away at the end of the Ole Miss-ULM game. It might be like 45 minutes, but we will have one. Um, we'll do the football stuff right off the bat. And then... Um, if you guys want me to, I'll stay. I'll take calls. I'll chat with you. Chase might stay a while. He might leave. I don't know. It's up to him. He's doing me a big favor on Saturday. He's gonna. We're flipping rolls on Saturday. I'm kind of excited about it. I haven't been oh. all the way at one in a while. That's ULM. Now, you know, last time I covered a Louisiana directional school, white running back ran for like 280, and the bear put a thing on his head, and th- thing went pretty sideways. So I'm just heads Boy. up here in case Saturday gets weird. Do me a favor. If There's, you ever go to Ruston, do not call Tech one of the directional schools. <laughs> they will lose their you, – you You won't get out of Ruston. That's fighting words. Oh, in <laughs> dude, I mean – I'm just going to walk into – was it Johnny's Pizza and go, hey, look. Yeah. You, that'd be the last pizza you ever have. It'd be, be a rough day. But we'll start probably around – I mean, look, Chase, do me a favor. We're flipping rolls. He's going to go cover the game. I'm going to host the show. I'll have a column written anyway, so you'll end up getting probably more written content than you normally would, certainly mm-hmm. from that contest. So um, we'll start spinning ahead to Mississippi State really fast on uh, on Saturday. But we'll have a post-game show, but it'll be probably 2.45, 3 o'clock before it gets rolling. I'm going to um, Oxford's playing host to Clinton in high school soccer on, on Saturday afternoon. Full disclosure, I, I believe in being transparent. There's no point in hiding yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, As we talk about, Clinton is like the Yankees. So Clinton's the best program in the state. Probably the best, one of the two or three best programs in the country. They've not lost a match in two plus years. Is that right? Yeah, they're okay. they're amazing. So um, Oxford plays them in Oxford on Saturday at uh, at one. So as soon as that game's over, I'll I'll head back here. We'll host a show and I'll stay with you for at a least while. at least through the two thirty games. If you guys are calling and want to chat, we'll do all that. So we'll have all that to you. That'll be brought to you by Dead Soxy. They welcome you to the winter sale event of 2023. Buy more, save more. The more you spend, the more you save. So stock up on gifts, stocking stuffers, and don't forget a little something for you. Get 25% off any order, 30% off any order of $120 or more, 40% off any order of $240 or more. Visit deadsoxy.com. Use the code REBELGROVE at checkout. Take advantage of this holiday sale. Stock your sock drawers and have a wonderful holiday season. As always, stay soxy in the aforementioned postgame column, which will be pre-written. 
Chase will just be responsible for inserting proper score because I will enter a score of 99 to 99 in okay. the uh, in the in the copy. He'll just fill that in and hit the play button or hit the publish button. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at tmhomes.com or 662-567-2573. Yeah, a little bit of all sports. No mention basketball. That's Sam Houston State. Uh, Some baseball content coming in the morning, too. I'm going to kind of wrap that up for the week. I did draft guys the other day. That's there. And then uh, kind of a fall recap in the morning. People were asking for it. ULM seemed like a good week to do that. So here we are. That'll be out. You know, the, the interesting thing with that, and I'm not staying on baseball more than 90 seconds, is I was asked by somebody today, how good are they? And what is fascinating about that was, and I was talking to somebody on the staff about this the other day, if you transported us back in a vacuum to like 2012, you would look at the roster and go, oh, that's one of the best five teams in the country. Mm-hmm. The problem is that you don't know how good everybody else is, and the whole damn league has gotten so much better yeah. that you have no ability to compare yourself to other teams and know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like It's just impossible. You look at Ole Miss and go, oh, that offense is really good. But is it? Because A&M's offense is really good, and LSU's offense is really good, and Vanderbilt's yeah. offense is really good. Yeah. And you go, hell, they might be middle of the pack. And I mean, to be a top whatever team, uh, to be to be a top ten team in the SEC, you have to be one of the fifteen best teams in the country. It's incredible. It's true. It's like softball was when softball mm-hmm. finally turned it on and decided to get serious and take over the West Coast and went. Yeah, you could. Everybody's tell, good. You could tell a coach you're going to be the eighth best team in the SEC this year, and at first he'd be like, "Oh my god." And you go, "Hey, but I got shot at Omaha." But you're going to be ranked twelve and you'll host. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's why now more than ever, if if you're one of those people who hang on every pitch of a conference baseball season, you, you even if Ole Miss is much better and competitive, there's going to be a weekend where they just get their ass kicked. I have two suggestions for you. If that's yeah. the case, you really need to get your twisted T. You need to get loaded yeah. up on it, and then you need to seek out better help because you're going to need that too. And we we're here to help at at MPW. Because you just can't do that. You're, you're, the good teams are going to lose a. The, I mean, the, no, let me the elite teams are going to lose a minimum of ten conference games, an absolute minimum. That's my prediction. The best team in the league this year will win it. 19. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do not see a twenty game winner. Nineteen and eleven will win the conference. Yeah. How about that? That's true. Nineteen and eleven will win the conference. Okay. Thirteen and seventeen will get you in the tournament. There'll be 15, a team that will be... 15 and 15 will host. I'd say there's going to be a sack of hell 14 and 16 team that goes in as a two somewhere and gets, some host goes, oh, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's too many There's too many, There's too too many. many quality teams. Mm-hmm. It's been that way. There's just the investment level in that sport's gone up. And the same applies to basketball. Yeah, so just that, that's the heads up on that. Is I'm, look, I'm going to run through it. There's some good. There's some bad. There's whatever. They got a ton of portal guys, but we don't have any idea on pecking order or what that means yet at all. It's just impossible to know at this point. So, so is LSU playing Dayton right now? That right? appears to be true. Yes. Oh, I might find a remote. We can get that on TV. Some about LSU basketball that is uh, going on. The SEC has played pretty well so far early in the league. I know that first night or two, everybody was kind of like whatever, but there aren't many dogs in this league right now. Everybody's playing pretty well. No, there are no dogs. There's well, no. It's just a. Re- it's a really tough league. It, it is too early to say whether anybody's great or not. Tennessee got some votes to be first place in first, first number one in the country this week. They're legitimately good now. 
to this point, Sam Houston State, speaking of, they are uh, two and one on their season. Is that right? Do I have that correct? I think that's correct. I'm pulling it up now. Oh, sorry, one and two. They lost one of those games. So maybe they're not as good as I thought they were. Uh, they have uh, they beat Pacific at Pacific. That is in Stockton, California, 64-57. They lost to Utah Valley uh, at home in Huntsville, 79-73 in overtime. And they lost to Oklahoma State in Stillwater, 85-70. So a 15-point loss there. And then headed to uh, headed to Oxford for uh, tomorrow. And again, the... Uh, the Tad Smith game. They were going down. They were up three on Utah Valley, and they got outscored uh, by three in the second, and they got outscored 15-9 to nine in the overtime to lose 79-73. Dayton leads LSU 64-62 with 2.52 to go. Okay. Oh, we got it. All right. Yep. So where's it at? College of Charleston? Uh, it appears to be the case. So some tournament? Yeah. Shriner, Shriner's Children's Charleston Classic. That was a bad-looking shot. The the equivalent of that in a baseball, the Shriners is in uh, Houston. So Charleston for basketball, Houston for for baseball. It's not a bad arena. I've never been to Charleston. I've always wanted to go to Charleston. Yeah, I haven't either. Never so, been. I've uh, heard it's cool. That's a really good arena. Neat. Okay. Anyway, you had a media op for basketball today. We did. We had a media op. Um, Chris Beard's really excited about the Tad Pad game. He might be more excited for the Tad Pad game than anybody else is excited for the Tad Pad game. He's fired up about the Tad Pad game. You know what's interesting about it? He's a big basketball. He thinks like he's one of those guys that likes, you know, like I like to walk into stadiums. I think he likes to walk into arenas. You think he likes the arenas? I think he likes to just walk into arenas. <laughs> like big games got played here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's funny because I I just kind of hung out over there a little bit today because I was waiting on uh, on Rob to to show up. Not not in a bad way. I was early because I wanted to make sure he was not waiting on me. So I was just kind of around. And again, he was at practice. He flew in this morning. He spoke to the team, and then once uh, he got done with that, we uh, we did the podcast. It's up right now on MPW Digital. But they were putting the finishing touches sort of on Tad Smith for tomorrow. I walked around and. I laughed with a couple people that I guess you walk in and you haven't been there in years. I made the joke that you're almost like expecting Chernobyl or something because we just haven't been there and you know, we all know what it was like and the difference in that in the pavilion. But you know the seats haven't really faded. It looks exactly the same for the most part. It like it, it's it's just sort of there. But my, my point was, all things considered, eh, it looks all right. It's like yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. Now they had to put the video board back up. It is the original video board without the screens. So you got all the scoreboard part, but not the video screens in the top part of it. And there's like some cords hanging down and stuff. But hey, it's cool. Whatever. It's one game. They uh they've had to repaint the three point lines because the distances have changed since yes. they were in Tad Smith Coliseum. It's been a minute. They got to get like some stuff off the floor. Um, that was there. I'm assuming for like the dance and cheer people who use it every day. Um, because look, the building is still lived in. We were talking about that before the thing. It's not like it's just been shut down and locked up and whatnot. Um, the ticket office, the the athletic foundation, both have their offices in there. Um. I mean, I, I did the interview today in Denson Hollis's office, which was Rob Evans' office when he was the basketball coach at Ole Miss because they were using that facility for the coaches' offices at the time. Um, so it's – look, if you're into it, if it's nostalgia for you, if you're kind of excited, you're going to see what you are hoping to see. I guess put it that way. They've got a lot of stuff. Um, C Spire is doing a ton of advertising and things for it. Um, One so, of the things I thought was interesting that you said was that 
because of fire codes and stuff, they can't fill it up. Yeah, everybody keeps hearing sold out, but let me clarify what that means. Um, and some people think they're going to have sections roped off. They're not. The entire arena is going to be open. It is general admission. You can go sit wherever you would like to sit. Like I know people who go, hey, I had season tickets. I'm going to those seats. You will have the ability to do that. Um, but because they are no longer a permanent occupant, once they left and came back, the fire codes have changed. <clears throat> so they can't put 9,000 or 8,600 or whatever the number was inside. I think it's like 4,500, 5,500, 5,000, somewhere in there that they have been able to sell. But it is a hard sellout. They have sold all the tickets. I was told today they have a bunch of people that have been trying to get tickets and haven't been able to get it. Um, so people are excited about the game. It's one of those deals where... It never even crossed my mind. It never crossed your mind. You know, if you're around every day, it took like somebody like Beard to go, hey, why not one time for the hell of it? And I know he'd done it at other places, but... Yeah. Because, I mean, here's the truth. Look... But he wants to do it annually. He does. So he's assuming the aliens are not coming back to get the, the spaceship It's been here soon. this long. If they do, then you'll file an insurance claim and you'll move on with your day. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I fully expect it to be Ole Miss UAB next year in the Tadpad game against AK. It sounds like it. I think they honored Rob this time. They'll honor AK next year. They'll do that. Um, I, I fully believe that to, to, be, to be the case. Um, they have rolled the red carpet out for Rob and Carolyn yeah. and, and their family. They have a lot of people coming in town. They, they're doing a lot of stuff. They got a reception tonight for him. They opened up a practice today for people to, to watch. They were doing a second practice at Tad Smith today. Um, they've been practicing at Tad Smith all week for sight lines and trying to get used to the yeah. facility and, and things. I was laughing today because, you know, Sam Houston saw it on schedule and went, oh, what's that arena? Oh, the pavilion. That's cool. And then they go, now you're doing this throwback game thing. You're going over there. You're playing next door. Like, that's not that's not what you're what you're doing well, it's there, funny Bearcats. Matt Morrell was in there today. We talked to him, and, and he was talking about how this is so special to play in the Tad Pad. And someone asked him, have you ever been there before? And he goes, well, yeah, like we practiced. Well, I was like, no, did you ever go to a game when you were a kid or whatever? He's like, no, I've never been. So he had not been in it since. No. And again, it's like, it's been like what's hard for, not hard for me. I've, I've kind of laughed about it. It's like we are now romanticizing this building that was a problem for the basketball program. We are romanticizing, not we, the, the, the people that are whatever are romanticizing an era. Yeah. That and we talked about today. And memories. Because it's around my age people. It's yeah. like you came up, Rob got there at 92. He wins the West back to back years in 97 and 98. Rob, Rob Rod was able to continue that right. for a couple years under the Sweet 16 and 01. It's, it's that period of time when at no point in Ole Miss's basketball history had they been any good at all. Right. Their only NCAA tournament berth at that point was when they won the SEC tournament in like 1980, prior to Rob. 79 or 80. Yeah, yeah. whatever oh, yeah. it was. Uh -huh. And they lose in the first round, whatever. Yeah. Whatever they did. Until then, it was a dead-end job. Nobody came to the games. They had Tad Smith. Even at that point, the facilities were poor in the early 90s. Yeah. And he was able to build it with a lot of work, a lot of, frankly, a lot of, it's, it's not the same. But in a way... Kind of what Lane has had to do from a chemistry standpoint and understand the type of player that you can get. Yeah. Because you were never going to go out and go, hey, I'm going to go beat Kentucky for a bunch of recruits. It was, okay, how do we get some guys that are going to be system guys, are going to get a little older, veterans, tough guys, and you end up with Keith Carter and Ansu Cisse and some of those guys who built into what it became at that point. So, yeah, it's, 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 I, think, I think what tomorrow night is going to be is more of a celebration of an era that at least showed Ole Miss basketball, even though it has not been obviously year in, year out competitive and tournament since then or anything. 
that there was kind of a birth there and a rising and made people get excited about basketball for really the only time in the modern or really the era period yeah. um, prior to that. So I think that's what you're going to see tomorrow. I mean, he, you know, he said when he, when he got there, 900 people at a game, like nobody. And then, you know, by the time he left, he goes, there's lines out and they're lined up. And he's like, I remember taking pizza and trying to feed the students before the game and keep them all engaged and, and the whole deal. And it shows you what it, two things here and then you could i do think the troughs are still in the men's room i did not go in the bathrooms but that probably is accurate um <laughs> listen to the podcast he tells a ton of stories if you're interested in that era he talks about how he got into and keith and goes through their recruiting stories he was really really good mike but, white yeah right mike i mean and frankly even you know one of the things that nobody really talks about that today would be a huge story he leaves for arizona state in 1998 the ad of arizona state was kevin white yeah so the head, the father of one of the players on your team hires away the head coach while Mike is still a player on that team. Yeah. It, so it's just something that you kind of go, oh, wow, yeah, that's something uh, that's kind of interesting. Should there. I talk about the Valpo game? He, he said that he has never watched the Valpo game again. He's seen highlights because he's like, he can't escape it. But he's never watched anything on his own free will of that game. He's actually pretty good there. He mentioned a couple things in the last minute that I'd never heard as far as what sort of happened, what he might have done differently, sort of things along that. And just not even upset for him as much as upset for the fans and the way the bracket opened. There's oh, always the what if because there was a run that was so yeah. available there at yeah, that they point. they could have gone Elite Eight, Final um, Four. Also, I'll give a couple things away because Rob, was, he's a really interesting guy. This is probably something you know, and I know you knew Coolidge a little bit. Did you know that he actually signed Coolidge Ball to play at New Mexico? I did not well, He was that. an assistant at New Mexico. He signed Coolidge. Coolidge shows up, goes for the summer, gets homesick, and they let him out of his NIL, and he transfers to Ole Miss. Really? I did not know that. So he, yeah, he actually had known Coolidge from way back in the day because he recruited and signed him. It has hit me at a couple of the early games not seeing Coolidge there. Yeah, it has. Um, it's been it's been one of those reminders of don't take things for granted, you know, because yeah, yeah, he yeah. would always he would always say hello and you know, kind of just a gentleman. You they, go, to the point where you almost kind of forget that that dude was like a hell of a player like yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day, you know, because now he was older and. He didn't move as well, but he was just – he was such a gentleman that he, his presence has been missed a little bit. Yeah. Not he, a little bit, a lot bit. He talked about that, and then I had no idea the level of player that he was. Um, it, it's worth listening, given for the story. So he was he was some level of All-American in junior college. The connection that got him to Ole Miss in some ways was he was a junior college basketball teammate of Gerald Turner, who ended up chancellor at Ole Miss, obviously, and then and, and hired him. But he was a very successful player in New Mexico in college. They made the NCAA tournament twice while he was there. They got eliminated by uh, Elvin Hayes in Houston his junior year. and his senior year, they uh, made the final eight, and they got beat by Kareem in UCLA. Oh, wow. Um, he said there's a pretty good photo out there where he's shooting over Kareem during that game at oh, that wow. point. Um, so that was, was that. When he was Lou Alcindor. Correct, yes. Mm -hmm. And then he was drafted by the Colt 45s, who became the Astros, as a baseball player, and he signed a free agent contract with the Oakland Raiders. So it tells you what type of three-sport oh. athlete Rob Evans was. Wow. Yeah, drafted in baseball. John Madden came as a Raiders scout or coach 
to New Mexico looking at players. They said they told him that Evans was the best athlete on campus. He had him run the 40 twice and signed him as a free agent. Really? Yeah. What a life. Oh, I mean, it's just, dude, I mean, I, I got to talking because I had told Rob, I was like, how oh, 30 minutes and we're at like 55 and I'm like, I know I've got to let you go, but I just got questions and he just kept rolling and kept rolling and kept rolling. Wow. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. What a life. Tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. What kind of baseball player was he? I mean, obviously good enough to draft I mean, draft good enough, yeah. yeah. I mean, he said he had a chance. He goes, his mother basically told him, look, I get they got plans for you, but you're going to college. Nope. No way. Yeah. If they still like you, you'll you'll be there. Uh, his parents were not even high school educated, or at least his mother. I'm not 100% sure. He told me, but I don't recall exactly what he said. He was one of seven siblings, and all seven siblings have college degrees. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. That's impressive. I remember I remember when he got the job and it was like a coup to get him. Yeah. He had recruited a long time in Mississippi when he was at Texas Tech. He was at Texas Tech for 15 years and as assistant. Uh-huh. And he kind of had Mississippi as his territory. Yeah. And he knew just enough to kind of want it even though everybody told him not to take it. Everybody told him not to want it. Everybody told him he would never get out of there alive. Yeah, that he couldn't win there. Yeah. No one had won there. Yeah, that was true. Yeah, Eddie Sutton got on him hard about it. You can hear it in the podcast. Like basically, he called Eddie to go, "Hey, I'm going to take this job," and they were like, eh, "No, no, no, don't, don't do that." Yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, there were there were people who told Andy Kennedy not to take the Ole Miss job, and that was way better than it would have been when Rob was yeah, trying well, to decide I mean, what to do. Well, yeah. I mean, Rob had won and Rod had won. Yeah. And then had, they had fallen apart again. Yeah, yeah, sure. And there were people that, well, you can't. It, it doesn't work. You cannot do it there. I tell you the lack of respect, and we know the media, we know how this works. In 97, they win the West, go to the tournament, have the entire team back. They had no seniors in 97. That's Ansu and Keith and all those guys back. In 98, they were picked last in the West again. Really? After winning the West. That. They were picked sixth. Because they lost to Temple in the first round that John first John Chaney's matchup yeah, zone yeah, Temple yeah. team. Yeah. Back when John Ch- Temple was when, when John Chaney had Temple going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were good. Yeah. It was an 8-9 game. And then the next year was Valpo, Valpo, and they were a four. They won 27 games in the regular season. Lost to South Carolina in the SEC tournament no, semis. No, when, I didn't. When Eddie Fogler. Yeah, it was, Eddie Fogler was at South Carolina. That was They, they were good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then Rod got them their first ever NCAA tournament win the next season. They beat Villanova. Yeah. And then lost to uh, Cleves and Michigan State. I saw the Villanova game from a hotel in Covington, Kentucky, just across the bridge. It was as far as I could get. I was covering Auburn. Auburn was a one seed. They had won in Indianapolis on Thursday and then again on Saturday. And the newspaper sent me to Blacksburg, Virginia to cover Auburn's women's team in the NCAA tournament. And so I left on Sunday morning and got through Cincinnati. And uh, it was as far as I could get. The ice storm hit. Oh, really? Yeah. And I got into it. Like a, it was like, I think it was a Holiday Inn. And I was the only guest at the hotel. Seriously? Yeah, I was the only one. You got all the service. I mean, I don't there was nowhere I could go to get food. And I was like, is there anything I can do? And they're like, you can go in the kitchen. They could not have been nicer. But anyway, I remember that afternoon. They beat Villanova. I, uh, 
Well, I think, you know, they had beaten Villanova on Friday. Okay. And so they played af- Michigan State. That afternoon, I saw them lose to Michigan State. They actually played Michigan State really well. That was Mateen Cleveland, I think, who won the tournament. I think they did, too. Yeah, I think that's... I think they actually, in two of their losses, or two of their three losses under Rod, got beat by the team that won the tournament. Because didn't Arizona win it no one? Yes. That was Richard Jefferson and all those yes. guys. Yes. And Ole Miss played them well in that the Sweet was, 16. That was Luke Walton, Richard Jefferson... That Seems was that bunch. Like somebody else. It was a team. guard. There was another guard on that team, and I can't remember who it was. And then I saw Arizona in 03 when they beat Kansas. Kansas was loaded. Nick Collison and all those guys. Uh, Arizona knocked them off. It was Miles Simon. That sounds right. And they went on to win the uh, national championship. Uh, that Arizona team, yeah, I would say they were probably good enough to win the national title. We'll go ahead and call it that. Uh, Gilbert Arenas, uh, Lauren Woods, Luke Walton, uh, Jason Gardner, Lamont Frazier, Richard Jefferson. Gilbert Arenas was on that team. Wow. Yeah. They're all right. They played forever in the league. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah. Uh, Webb, thank you for the super chat. He says, couple of questions. Any Arch Manning transfer news? I've not heard anything. Not a word. No. About that. Um, what are your thoughts on Dabo going to Texas A&M? It's out there. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's out there. Uh, do you think Dart and Judkins will be back next year? I, I think Dart will be back. Yeah, I do too. And I would bet on Judkins being back, but if you told me we had some drama, I'm not surprised. You'd have to set the over-under for me to even think about it at one and a half. And I'd probably, probably still go, go over, over, but go, eh, okay. And then I can't tell both of you how great the shows are. Thank Happy you. Thanksgiving. Thank you, Webb. Appreciate that very much. I've heard nothing about Arch. I, no, I haven't I, either. I don't think Arch Manning intended to play this year. I don't think that was – No. I don't think anyone in his – Nobody so, said, hey, he's going to go knock out uh, – Quinn Ewers. Yeah, I mean, it just wasn't. And, and the fact that Ewers is coming back for next season, I don't think that's going to discourage him either. In fact, I think that was part of the plan. Now, if he's not playing in year three, you have a problem. Yeah, sure. But, yeah, last thing on that. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, somebody says they are some of my favorite teams. You got to watch that build if you're an Ole Miss fan during that period of time. Yeah. Got a lot of guys that weren't highly recruited, just showed up, frankly, took a lot out of Arkansas that could have played for Nolan and then there at the yeah. end of it. And well, actually, they benefited from Nolan having so good. having Arkansas where they were, where yeah. Arkansas was recruiting nationally. So they could sweep in and grab guys like that. that well, typically, I mean, he didn't have room for yeah. Anthony Boone. He didn't have room for Keith Carter. Probably wished he'd made room, but he didn't have it. Mm-hmm. They were recruiting all over the country, and they were playing that unique style. So he was recruiting a certain kind uh, of the player. forty minutes of hell. It was so. legit now. <laughs> I'll tell you this. That was some f- a fun era when because Kentucky had it rolling. Arkansas was a national power. You had Ole Miss was getting good. Uh, Auburn was pretty good sometimes. Alabama was good. Uh, South Carolina, Eddie Fogler had them going. Um, there were some SEC tournament games in that era that were just awesome. Well, he, he mentioned – and this might, this might not have even been on air, so I don't think I'm giving, giving anything on the podcast away. I just sort of asked him in passing. I said, it's like the year before you won the West. Did you realize what was up? Like, whatever. And he said, I did. And he said, everybody was jumping on me. He goes, at that point, we've been there a while, hadn't won. And he said, we started like 0-4, 0-5 in the league. And they're going, oh, this is again. He goes, but our schedule. He said, we opened with Kentucky. 
lost. Lost to Florida, which was Lon Kruger, and they're rolling. Lost to State, who went to the Final Four, and lost to Georgia, who was rolling at the time. And I guess that would have been like Jim Herrick during his year or whatever. And he said, he was just on, on, on. And I guess, no, get through this, and we're okay. It's just we're not there yet. Yeah. It was all those teams that were Sweet 16, Elite 8 type teams. Hey, caller, you're on. Who's this? Hey, give me, give me a beer. Um, yes. Yeah, hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I wanted to know what y'all are doing with the line this week. And should I take it, or should I just do? Should should I not touch it? And that's it, really. If you can and get, then if also. You- if you can get a first half, if you can get a first half line, take Ole Miss minus whatever in the first half. Oh, oh wow! And then I mean thirty seven. Thirty seven's a big number, but I I think they're going to cover it. Jeffrey and Chase don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. I think that I, Monroe's, I do like that first half line. That's Monroe's good. bad, but look, Lane's Lane's got to get starters off the field. I mean, he, he can't risk it because they, they, the turnaround's five days. If you sprain an ankle on Saturday, the odds of you being ready to go on Thursday are not good. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made of real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion especially when you're cheering for your favorite teams, so whether you're tailgating at the stadium, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home. Twisted Tea is there to elevate your game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you look forward to the holidays? Maybe you struggle with seasonal blues. The holidays can be stressful, can conjure up some sadness. In other words, this time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, to give you the tools to manage everything going on. I've benefited from therapy. It was Good, it was a work for me. It was good work for me to talk through some feelings with a professional, walk away with a new perspective. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's better H-E-L-P. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash MPW. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. Give it a try because, look, my diet's not perfect. Not always getting all the vitamins, nutrients, minerals that I need every day. And AG1 can help in that. Makes me feel better like I'm doing something great for my body as well. Because it empowers the gut for whole body health. It's much more than just a greens powder. It's all of your key health products in one 
covering my nutritional basis for my day literally couldn't be any easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small, small scoop of AG1 with water, drink it first thing in the morning, done. Right there, I break my uh, kind of my fast overnight with AG1. It's a great routine and gets me on with my day. I also like that it costs less than three hours a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's an effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. It's a win-win. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, give Athletic Greens. They're giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com mpw. That's athleticgreens.com slash mpw. Check it out. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store. Count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Hosting the holidays, HelloFresh Market is just what you need to please a crowd with all the hassle from photo-worthy charcuterie boards to mouth-watering desserts. In case you missed it, HelloFresh is much more than just delicious dinners. They can help take the hassle out of every mealtime occasion with easy breakfast, quick lunches, snacks, all delivered with your weekly box. I've been using it for a long time. They make it so simple. Most the easiest thing you can do for dinner at night. It doesn't take a chef, doesn't take any advanced experience. It just takes a little bit of effort, a little bit of time, and you have great meals with HelloFresh. So go to HelloFresh.com slash MPWFree and use code MPWFREE. For free breakfast for life, one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash MPWFree with code MPWFree. It's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Oh, the Egg Bowl is Thursday? Yes. I was hoping it was Saturday. Damn it. That's NFL. Oh, gosh. And then also, um, we're getting trout. Trout to Philly. It's over. Trout to Philly? Yep, it's over. What's that trade going to look like? Uh, we'll just give him like a triple-A pitcher, probably Griff McGarry, <laughs> and then maybe send Stott over to him, and yeah, that, we'll get Trout, and then we're going to probably go get Ian Happ. You're gonna get, well, that's going to be interesting because Ian Happ has a no-trade clause in his contract, so that's going to be – that's going to be. What, what are you sending to the Cubs for Ian Happ? Uh, we might send him Stott. You already traded Stott to the Angels in the Trout trade. You trade. Oh yeah, well then I guess we'll send Cast. Uh, we'll send Casty to the Cubs. Oh, you gonna trade Nick Castellanos to the Cubs for Ian Happ? Yeah, he's a good trade guy. Yeah. He doesn't stick around anywhere. <laughs> he was a good player for a day in October, and then he just sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think either one of the deals you just drew up are going to be accepted by everybody involved. What's your prediction you for uh, Eagles Chiefs? Eagles Chiefs? Yeah, oh, I'm going with my roommate. I know. That's what I, I remember. That what's the score going to be? Right now, I got. I think it will be close for a half. Yeah. I think they'll take the lead in the third quarter. I think Brandon Graham has a huge sack on Mahomes. And then I think Hassan Reddit does something psycho, and we win 31-23-ish. I think, I think shut down Mahomes does something dumb and throws it right to us. And okay. I, think, I, I, think, um, I think Hassan's going to run up on Travis and just push him down and say, where's, where's uh, Taylor, bitch? Oh, it's a, it's a big night. I mean, the, the parents are meeting for the first time yeah. at the game Monday night. Yeah. It's it's a big event. Big night. Flyers winning the cup. Flyers winning yeah. Stanley Cup, right? 
Uh, who cares about hockey? Oh wow! You're, oh, be careful oh, with whoa. that in the Northeast now. Whoa, 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 whoa! I got a feeling. I got a feeling. No, feel no one up here. None of the people that I hang out with like it. It, it goes Eagles, Phillies, and then Seventy Sixers if they're good. But the Flyers just aren't good. And well, the Sixers are good this year. Really the oh, the Sixers! Oh my gosh! You want to talk about NBA? Yeah, Sixers are good. Uh, Joel Embiid MVP. Tyrese Maxey right now would win comeback player of the year right this moment. It wouldn't even be close. No, he's good. He's good. That, kid, that kid might be uh, – he's not the next Steph because Steph's a little bigger than him. But he could be the next LeBron, maybe. Yeah, next LeBron, absolutely. Are you, absolutely. Are you going to the Ole Miss Temple game up there next week? Is it up here? Yeah. What day is that? I, I I don't know. Next week, maybe week after something like no, that. No, because I come back down there. I fly from Kansas City to home. Oh well, sorry for Thanksgiving. So I guess I'm gonna miss it. That's a bummer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, it's okay though. You have the yeah. Eagles Super Bowl championship to warm you up soon. Yeah, I think we'll win it. I don't know. Kind of worried about the Lions. Not at all worried about the Chiefs, but worried about the Lions. Yeah, <laughs> it makes <get> sense. It. <laughs> Well, yeah. What what have the Chiefs done that's impressed you? They won the Super won the Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> and that was last year. Yeah, it was last year. And this is and they're still pretty good. I mean they still have that what's the quarterback's name? Mahomes? He's still there. Good God in a preseason Pat. tournament. Jesus. Got Mahomes and Maot- Pat and uh, Mahomes and Maotto. Both both on that team. Yeah. You know who we got? The best quarterback in the league, Jalen Hurts, yeah, baby. I mean, God Almighty, he's the greatest. And then we got, and then we got my man AJ. Yeah. And then we come at you with a little Swift. Yeah. And Swift's going to go big. Swift's going big Monday night. One fifty. Oh, okay. He'll have one fifty on them. Wow. After you yeah. go, call but us back Swift, in. Let us hear about it. How it went. Taylor Swift's okay, a traitor. Okay. okay, all right. Be good. Yeah. Well, yes, she's from Philly, and now she's a Chiefs fan. Yeah, I know. Well, love will do that to you, you know. Look at you. You're in Philly, right? The things, Yeah, but it's a little different. Um, not really. It's kind of the same exact thing. She's not even hot. Oh, come on. She's not even hot. She's worth... A billion dollars. Well, I guess money will do it to you. <laughs> well, in, the, in the words of, speaking of basketball, in the words of the great Andy Kennedy. Uh, what if we lose? Oh, no. What if we lose on Monday? That'd be the worst. It's yeah. a regular Taylor season game. It means nothing. Yeah. Be okay. You get... No, it means something because then Dallas is back in the race. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, if Dallas wins the division. Trauma. <sighs> you have to watch Dak celebrate. You have to watch Jerry Jones celebrate. Yeah, it's true. But you'd have Mike Trout. Worst that, human that, being on this earth. Yeah, it'll be fine. You'd have Trout in that stock deal, so you'll be good. 
No, I don't want to trade Stott, though. You don't want to trade Stott. Okay, well, let's work this thing out. You, so Stott can't go, so it's a triple-A pitcher and who for Mike Trout? For, how, how, you get the, well, how do you get the Angels to say yes? We could go bomb. I don't think that's going to get it done. We could go bomb. We could go wet bandits. Bomb and Marsh plus Griff McGriff. Yeah, I think it's going to take a little more than that to get Mike Trout. I don't think so. Our GM's the best person in the world. And He's Griff not McGarry's even the best GM in his own division. Who is? Anthopolis. Anthopolis, for sure. How have this team done the last two Octobers versus us? Yeah, that's not really the point. That's not the point. Which, if, if you had to bet on one team long term, you wouldn't even think twice about it. You're like, oh, Braves. They're, no, no. Braves are totally built for success. The tournament. Why are they succeeding? Because the tournament's a crapshoot. It's about making. You just want to. You you want to get there every year, and they they win the division every year. They win the they win the division next year. I'm not even a Braves fan. I doubt it. All right. I I got the Mets winning it next year. The Mets. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. You uh, enjoy Monday. Enjoy. Be safe. Yeah, Let us know. Enjoy your trip. Okay, Just correcting myself here because I looked it up. That year before Ole Miss won the West, they opened at Georgia, at Kentucky, Arkansas State, Florida. All six, Sweet 16 or better type teams there. So they started 0-5 oh. in the league. And then I got to call Roy Kramer and go, hey, uh, who'd they end up? They, they beat somebody to break that streak and then they went on, kind of went on the run. Uh, their first win was against number 21, Auburn. Yeah. At Tad Smith. 82-69. That was when Keith got up on the table celebrating. Was that that? I think so. Okay. I don't know. Pretty sure. Okay. What was the, there was something in the thread I was going to address, but I can't yeah, remember what? now. I can't remember. It went fast. Oh, they wanted to know uh, Ravens, Bengals tonight. Ravens minus three and a half. I like the Ravens. I think I like the Ravens, but man, that's a it's a division rivalry. They typically play close games. Mm. I think I go Ravens minus three and a half. Okay, but taking the points with the hooks not the worst idea there. Taking the points in the hook with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, it's not a terrible deal. You got a chance. Hendrickson is going to play. T. Higgins is not. Uh, the Ravens have some injury issues as well. Short week. Mm. To be honest with you, I wouldn't bet that game. That would that would not be. That'd be way down the list of NFL games I'd take. Uh, Reg Size Ben says, my daughter told me Chris Jones's kid goes to New Albany Elementary. The little girls are freaking out that his dad knows Travis Kelsey, not that he was the highest paid DT in the National Football League. <laughs> yep. <laughs> knows Travis Kelsey. God. That's funny. That is funny. I guess it's not a gimmick. I guess it's a real thing. It does appear to be real. It, the parents are going to meet. 
because we had to do that at a Monday night game. Oh, of course. Need to get that on television. Couldn't have done that on a Wednesday no. at the Kelsey household. No, no. Had to do Cook that. Cooked some on... meatloaf and had, had to sit made down. a few Tom Collins no. and made it a night. Tom Collins. I hadn't had a Tom Collins in. I don't know that I've ever had a Tom Collins. I don't even know why I said that. It's probably been 30 years. So you've had one. Yeah, back in the day when I was bartending. Is that a trendy cocktail back in the day? Yeah. I'm not even sure I remember how to make one. Take a guess. You got any idea? It's vodka, sweet and sour. Already missed. Gin. Oh, it's gin. Two ounces London dry gin. Okay. One ounce lemon juice, freshly squeezed, whatever. Okay. Half an ounce of simple syrup. Yeah. Club soda to top. Lemon wheel garnish. Maraschino cherry garnish. That's disgusting. It doesn't sound... I mean... That's not my thing. I mean... It's not crazy different than... I mean, I like a real daiquiri. I like a gimlet. It's not stupid off of those. But I'd rather have lime than lemon. Because that's just served over ice, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have lime than lemon in my cocktails. A tequila sunrise. That's tequila, orange juice, and just a dash of grenadine. A John Collins is the exact same thing, except make it with bourbon instead of gin. Oh. So we're doing lemon and bourbon. With? Simple syrup. Simple syrup and soda? Yeah. Yuck. I mean, getting old-fashioned most places, you're getting that. Club soda. The orange sun-kissed. Oh, once I see that, I'm like, no, 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 that's not what I ordered. <laughs> I ordered an old-fashioned. Not that. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, served in a Collins glass. When they start muddling all the fruit. Hammering away at the orange like, and no, the cherry. No, just yeah. take the take the rind. Express it. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. <laughs> so been, that's why I don't wear pink shirts. I already got a cat and plant fruity drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Leif has a good point. If you if you're not a hundred percent sure about the bar. You order a beer or a neat cocktail or on the rocks. Yeah, yeah. They can't screw that up. Mm-mm. Just take something and pour it in a glass or hand me it is as it is. So you, got, you have a big cube? All right, I'll have that. One of those. One of those. That. Nice and Just forget. Stop thinking. You want me to put some water in that? I nope. do not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> just, just keep it easy. So did LSU lose? LSU lost on a three with about four seconds left. Okay. Is Dayton good? Uh, these are questions I don't know the answers to just yet. Okay. We're about to watch who? North Texas and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Towson? Uh, Houston and Towson. Is Houston and Towson. I know who I like in this Charleston one. does look cool. I mean, the town's They keep showing awesome the town. Really. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. I like Houston's chances against Towson. I would think. Feast week. I mean, did you see the Maui lineup who all's over there? No. They were showing it earlier. It's a loaded basketball tournament. I mean, it always is. I understand that. But it seemed to be even more so than usual. Uh, let's see. The bracket for 2023. Sure. Oh, wow. I don't care. 
Hey, stop. Just give me the break. It is. They make this harder than it should be. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That guy in the background has no idea that the camera is watching him just crushing his fries one by one. Tennessee, Syracuse, Purdue, Gonzaga, Kansas, Chaminade, UCLA, Marquette. Ooh, it's pretty good. A lot of teams there. Yeah. And those are the games. It's Tennessee, Syracuse, Purdue, Gonzaga, Kansas, Chaminade, UCLA, Marquette to open. And then they bracket off from there. Do you remember Chaminade's big upset? No. You're too young. Who did Chaminade get? Chaminade knocked off the number one ranked team in the country once in that tournament. Oh, in Maui. In Maui. It's a team led by an all-American center named Ralph Sampson. Oh, really? They beat Virginia. Okay. That was a big deal with Monumental time. upset at the time, yeah. So was Chaminade always in this tournament? Yeah. Okay. They're the host. host team. Okay. Helps our RPI a ton. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> gets that bitch going. Yeah. Okay. That was back in the glory days of college basketball. Ralph Sampson played at Virginia for four years. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, finish like going back to the conversation. You just don't see like it's the that crazy build like that where you're getting yeah. the guys and the four. It's a and different era. Whole. I mean, the closest you get is baseball where they have to stay three. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of the reasons baseball is so popular down here is you mm-hmm. get to know the players. Oh, it's a hundred percent. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But I mean, that was back when, like those guys that won the national title for Jim Valvano in 1983, you'd watch them play so many times on ESPN because ESPN showed so much ACC basketball. I mean, I knew all that. It felt like I knew those guys, Sidney Lowe and Derek Wittenberg and Thurl Bailey and all those cats. They were on TV all the time. And as a kid, I mean, I was 13 years old. I mean, I watched all those games. Mark Price played for Georgia Tech, and Brad oh. Darty played for North Carolina, and uh, Lynn Bias played for Maryland. My God, what a player he was. And, um, yeah, I mean, all those dudes. This was, it was incredible. Like when North Carolina had James Worthy and Sam Perkins and Michael Jordan and uh, Matt Darty, who went on to become a coach, and uh, all those guys. Georgetown had Patrick Ewing all those years, and 
St. John's had Chris Mullen and Bill Winnington, and um, it was just a different era. I mean, it was just college basketball was it was hell. It was bigger than the NBA. Had that, and then you had the Big East, and the yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I mean the, the Big whole East deal. was the Big East was a monster, and all the coaches, uh, Lou Carnesecca and Raleigh Massimino, and John Thompson with his towel, and and uh, Jim Calhoun, and um, um, Beheim, Jim Beheim. It was amazing. Uh, uh, Rick Pitino was at was at Providence. Billy Donovan was a star point guard. Took him to the Final Four. Did you read the big pullout feature in the Athletic on Patino and his like starting over thing? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I mean, I remember he was at Providence and Billy the Kid was his guard, and I mean, it was just a different era. You just you were glued to it. You got to watch those guys twenty times. The John Thompson thing is interesting because a lot of people carry towels, but he was the guy that carried a towel always. Yeah, always. Like over it his. became a thing, like to that level. Doesn't his like statue there have the top like and he like would, he like kneeling down with like the I towel would, over his shoulder? So. I would think so. Give you a hundred MPW digital bucks if you can name Shamanod's mascot. What is their <laughs> nickname? Um I I would have had Shan- Chanticleers. I don't know. Silver Swords. Silver Swords. Didn't have that coming. They play in the Pac West. Okay. I, I do give them credit. They have high expectations. They have the Elite Eight on their schedule, on their website. Just letting you know, in case. They're yeah. currently one and one on the season. They've played two Alaska schools so far. Oh. So they get a little step up in competition with, uh, with Kansas. Kansas on the 20th. <laughs> it's going to help their net. Yeah. <laughs> they play Hawaii high-low tonight. Okay. Uh, Snoop says, does Pete have any concerns about ULM's high-powered offense? He does not. He was not concerned about uh, ULM at all. In fact, Pete could find no film of ULM. He did show why some of the things that happened against Georgia happened. Oh, sorry, Deweese. Yeah, if you have, Golding was where I had in my head oh, when you said that. But oh, I'm going to assume that he Pete. He found film. Pete Golding probably has no concerns, concerns either. What's the other question? Oh, uh, Reg, Ben wants this uh, this hoodie. It, it is a little big. Um, I've lost a little bit since our credit gave it to me. But if you knew how hard I had to work to get this hoodie, you'd understand why I'm not giving it away until another one's in my hand. <laughs> you have to have it replaced. I'll have to have the smaller size in my hand, and then I will give you this one. Okay. Yeah, John John Thompson put a towel over his shoulder. Jerry Tarkanian chewed on the towel Yeah, the entire game. Canyon. Was it, what an era. Of, that was just such an era of college basketball. Hey, who do we have? Hey, who do we have? Hey, you're on. Hello? Hey, you're on. Yo, it's, yo, what's up, guys? Yeah, it's Grime. My bad. Hey, Grime. What's up, man? So, yeah, man. Uh, shoot. Oh, man. Just, you know, the regular enjoying the show. Enjoying the show. Man, uh, I mean, things have... Now, look, my weekend was real, like, I'm not going to say uh, weird. It was up and down, man. 
I mean, I guess Hugh Freeze has some vendetta or something that he's got to take out against Arkansas. I was so surprised about that game, man. I was so surprised, bro. He's calling the plays now. You're yeah. fine. What the hell's the problem? You're good. Doggone it. If he'd just done this dadgummit just a little bit earlier, y'all would be undefeated. Dad man, gummit. look, man. It's, look, he's, they start, they starting to play good. They flipping some guys. I'm, I'm trying to stay away from like the, the picks, the picks it does. I'm trying to stay off the fan Ooh. picks it does, man, right now. Cause I don't. <laughs> What I, I know, man, I know, I know, I know. Bro. He's going to let you I, down I, soon. He's like, go, like, he's going to fail you soon. Know, but the roller coaster's still going up. It's still climbing. It it it, it hasn't it hasn't yeah, hit the bell like, curve I mean, yet. You're good. No, go ahead. It's fine. He's going to win some games. So I mean, he's going to get. He's going to knock off a big one. It's, Brian. It's, it's, he will. Got one coming. It's bad that I was like me. Was it bad that I was like on Monday? I was like, man, you know what? Screw it. And I called Auburn to make sure I had my Iron Bowl ticket. Like, it, 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 I'm I'm setting myself up, man. Oh, they're gonna play out of love, not hate. What kind of money line do I do I have to give you to bet on Auburn to beat Alabama on that Saturday? What kind of money line? Yeah, like if I give you three hundred, would you take it? No. Plus three hundred. No. no, I'm not. No. No. I, I probably need double that, to be honest with you. Oh, you need, if I'm you need six or seven? Money on it, I'll probably hey, y'all want some Hugh Freeze yeah, trivia? I need, I need at least. Come on, man. I'll give both of you some Hugh Freeze trivia that you don't know. You know this famous Uh-oh. speech before the 2012 Egg Bowl? Where things were really vitriolic between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. They were. And Hugh Freeze delivered the speech about play for out of love and not out of hate. Who do you think wrote that speech? I don't know. Do you do you think do you think Hugh Freeze wrote that speech? Was it? Oh, see, okay. This is the I same was, speech where he's talking like, to the recruits, where he's like, "Yeah, got guys from Cali and whatever, and we need, yeah. need you, need, yeah. need, 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 we need, need a little help." Isn't I know, that right? I know who wrote that speech. Do you think it was? Do you do you either one of you believe? I mean? Do either one of you believe Hugh Freeze wrote that speech? Well, I definitely don't now, even if I might have been. <laughs> yeah, You're correct. He did not. I think it was you. It was not. It was not. No, it was not me. No, I think it was you, Neil. It was not me. <laughs> but I know who did it. I do, I do know who did it. Oh, that was set up for the week and play. Like, that was the one. Yep. Did he come up with, we're going to lock the gate well, and pick man, a fight got- in Austin? I don't know. Okay. But he did not come up with that speech in 2012. That was delivered for him really yes so he memorized it he did okay well he got chat gpt now so i mean we all good man you know <laughs> i mean can, halftime of the Alabama game you know, in 14 he told him to make sure they got out of the way when the goal goal post fell he did and not let it fall on him okay i'm just I mean, saying look, you guys are just reliving, reliving the good times man hey hey i mean you know hey look for him <laughs> Hopefully, some call. I doubt it though. I'm not so you're even, saying I'm not you won't be man, shocked if Auburn game. wins that football Who game? I'm not saying anything like that. Well, no, it's now, cool. Now, I mean, now, I, now I, you're putting words. Now you're putting. Look, no, that game's you, weird you, as okay, hell. Well, if you told me Auburn won it, sure, whatever. I mean, hell, but sorry as Brian Harson really could have won the game. I mean, with should have won the game. I mean, but no. Yeah, but I mean to be honest with you, man, I, I'm 
I'm just I'm happy they're playing better. Seems like you know they recruit may may be all right. And so you know I mean I was just like hell with it. My family is really really my family members. They're all sucked in. So I'm like you know what the hell with it. I go with y'all. You know I you know I I'll, I'll be all in. So whatever. So I'm with it. Who who hires their their coach first? Mississippi State or Texas A and M? Ooh. Um, I think A and M wants to move really fast. Um, if you told me that A and M had their coach a week from Monday, I'd buy it. Does Chadwell have to wait for the CUSA title game or wow. whatever they're they're in? Assuming it's him. So y'all really think Chad will go in the state? I think he's the favorite right now. I think that's who has the most juice right now. Really? Yeah. Hey, look, if they land Chad will, congrats to them. I mean, that's. I mean, that's. I mean, that's a. You know, from what I was expecting them to end up with. I mean, damn. I would suggest to Jamie Chadwell to have some patience and at worst end up in Columbia here soon and have the chance of ending up in Clemson. Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking. Does Clemson just go get Tony Elliott? He's actually done a good job at Virginia. I mean, he would be a candidate. And they like that in-house shit now. Now, look, I'm going to believe believe Dabo to to leaving Clemson when I see it. Yeah, me too. Some of this feels like... Well, but Chadwell, I mean, even in three years, I mean, sure. it ain't like you go anywhere. If I'm Jamie Chadwell, I do not take, let me reiterate, I do not take the Mississippi State job. I just don't. I don't either. I, I mean, don't, I don't get why you would. I mean, Liberty is such a cushy job. You can win. You, I mean, well, and, 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 and it's been proven now. I don't get why he would leave. It's been proven now that you can leave there for a big job. Hugh Freeze left there for Auburn. He's winning. Hell, he's winning right now more than Freeze did. So he's going to have, he's going to have opportunities. He won at Coastal Carolina. He's winning at Liberty. He's going to have opportunities. I just don't, man. I. He's ma- and he's making four and a half million dollars a year at Liberty. I mean, you got to be. You, someone's someone's got to talk me into like, like, because I mean, I get it. If the coach is making one point five, right, and 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 state offers him five or five mm-hmm. and a half, you 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 go home and you're like, honey, I don't know how we turn this down. And she says, we can't. We just got to do it. And then he spends the next two days talking himself yeah. into how he's going to win because that's just human nature. But if you're making four and a half, and you probably could get them to give you five. And state's going to give you six. Is that really worth a million dollars? I don't think so. And by the way, his four and a half so. his four and a half includes a house, so he's not even paying the mortgage. Oh, dog! Did we find out if he just bought Whoa. Freeze's house on the hill? He has Freeze's house. Does he really? And apparently, oh. Liber- and apparently, Liberty paid for the house. Oh, and he he lives okay. in the house. It's his. Okay. All so, right. yeah, so what's what's a typical mortgage for a house like that? Five five grand a month minimum. Yeah. yeah. So, I was about to say yeah. Oh, minimum. Okay. Wait, probably wait. More. It's probably it's probably ten grand a month, twenty grand a month. I don't know what the hell it is, but he's not paying it. That's so. That's one expense that's not coming out of his four and a half million dollar a year salary. So, 
But okay, so so when I hear them talk about the job, this is what and here's just I guess paraphrasing what they say. They say we're gonna go after Chadwell. Chadwell don't get it, and we're gonna go after uh Summerall. And then you know there's no way Summerall can say no because he's making one point five, and then when Mississippi State offers you five, you're gonna take it. Unless you, know, you so unless you, you know, really believe, fans, don't worry. Unless you really believe you're getting the Kentucky job down the road, and I do think John is. Man, well, okay, so do you think you wait for the Kentucky? Do you think you wait on Kentucky for Mississippi State? Is the difference in those jobs that, that big to you? I think if I asked 100 coaches, you can have the Mississippi State job or you can have the Kentucky job, and that's all I'm telling you. I think at least 80 would say, mm-hmm. at least 80 would say Kentucky. Yeah. I think it's. I think I, I agree with you because their expectations are real. I mean, they're easy going. I mean, to be honest with you, man, and they're gonna pay you what they what they paying stoops. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you. What's weird about A and M is that the whole fuss that's coming out of there, especially with their fans, is that you know we don't want a guy that wants to come, you know, for the big check. We want a guy that wants to, you know, be the coach at A&M, not because he's getting paid, you know, big money. And basically, their big thing about their show today was kind of like how uh, Jimbo, with Jimbo had came if they wouldn't have offered him all that, you know, all that money. And, uh, you know, they were, all, they were all like, no. And so they said, you know, that's the problem. We need to find a coach that just wants to be at A&M. So I'm going to be interested to see what they end up with. Because, I mean, I mean, everybody thinks they're kind of big sticks swinging, but it seems like the fans kind of want, like, some, like, a common, common, like, grassroots guy. You know what I mean? If you get what I'm saying? By the way, Shohei Otani just won American League MVP for the second straight year. And I think if you look at the picture of him, he's he's petting his dog. But the way he's doing that is very clearly indicating that he wants to play for the Cubs. I mean, it just feels that way. If you look at the picture, it just feels like... Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It feels like he's trying to say something. Oh he's, he's wearing a gray top on top of blue blue pants, Cubs colors. The dog kind of looks... Dog kind of looks like Clark the Cub a little bit. Uh, this, this, he's trying to tell us something. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, your Colorado <laughs> bet's still looking under right up. now, right? Dude! Dude! Dude, oh my gosh. I mean, the football gods. I mean, bro, this is great. This is great. This is just so great. I told my brother, I said, you son of a gun, look at you now. I can't wait to see you next weekend. So, yeah, man, that that was awesome. That, I mean, just how they season I turned around. I listen to Colorado podcasts every day. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, give me all of this. I need this. Yes, sir. Straight into my veins. So who's I mean, left? Was, who who, who, who do they have left on the schedule? I mean, we got Washington State and Utah. I okay. just need, I, if they go one and one, I win, I win the bet. I think you're if good. If they go one Golden. and one in these last two, Colorado's feel, not beating Utah. So yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel I feel good about this, man. I'm gonna hit y'all with a trivia. Now look, this one's gonna be different. It's three piece trivia, and I'm only gonna give you guys four four on each one. You only gonna get you know you get. Not four guesses, but you get four times to get wrong. All right, you know, because I, I don't, you know, I don't want to just hold you guys up. This but one feels harder. All right, go ahead. And I didn't get. <laughs> All right, and I mean, here, yeah, you guys did great last week, so you know we're gonna see. All right, question one: 
college football playoff era started in 2014, only one team has scored at least 10 points in every game since 2014. Who was that one team? Okay, hold on. Um, Only one team has scored at least 10 points in every regular season or game in general since 2014. Every game in general since 2014. Only one? Mm Mm-hmm. Only one FBS, only one Power 5 team. Oh, it's Power 5. Okay, that helps. Because I was about to throw some weird stuff out there. Only one. The one Power Five team has right, scored ten points. So in every it's not Iowa. It's not I, 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 this. The one that comes to mind immediately is a Big Ten school. One, it's going to make, make you surprise you. One, no, it's a, a powerful Big they Ten. They scored school. scored at least. So, so let's make sure, make sure you guys are hearing me right. They put up at least ten points in every game. So in yeah. every game since twenty fourteen, since start of twenty fourteen season to now, they've scored ten or more in every game. I mean, we get four wrong guesses. Has Alabama ever been held under? I think it's too obvious for Grind to be asking. Okay. I mean, yeah, the, off the top of my head, duh, that would be a question to ask, but I just have a feeling that... Although I can't think of off the top of my head. All right, we get four guesses. Yeah, All go right. ahead. Ohio State. Ohio State is incorrect. Okay. And you don't have any idea of like how many times or what their score was or anything, obviously. So okay, um, <laughs> uh, God. Um, I mean, this is one of these where I could guess twenty-five different schools. I mean, they have to win a ton because. Well, I mean. Almost feel like they have to be in an op. They have to be in a conference though. We're not facing tons of defenses where you're going to run into a bunch of problems, right? Yeah, I mean, so a, a Pac twelve, but like Pac twelve or Big Twelve. But Oregon didn't they get shut out by Georgia in, a, a couple of years ago when they his first game there it was like bad. They didn't score but like three points or seven points or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, God. I don't trying to think because uh, like i know south alabama handled them but like you know, oklahoma state who just runs up points every week and you yeah, go okay maybe yeah. like whatever but they Something just like. they just got held yes to, oklahoma state on the score at seven yes yeah, i mean yeah, yeah i'm they saying like they, 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 they got held to three last week yeah uh, i mean i'm kind of drawing a blank i was good with Austin. I mean, again this doesn't matter i'll go with austin lsu LSU was incorrect. Okay. Just throw one out there. Has anybody ever held Alabama under 10? I mean, guess it. What are we going to do? Have an, Alabama. We, we don't have an axe to our throat. Alabama. Ding, ding. Alabama is correct. Oh, Alabama okay. has scored 10 We were points. way overthinking that. I just thought you wouldn't was, give us that like, if it was Alabama. It was. It was, yep. It was uh, kind of right there. The closest Alabama got was the 10-0 to win over LSU when Jalen Hurts was the quarterback. All right. The next one. There are – well, I'm not that, – that, I mean, that one, was, that one seemed kind of hard. So, 
that will, uh, I'm not going to do the teams that there's, there's four teams that have scored 10 points in every game except for one since 2014, but I'm not going to do that one. I'm going to finish you guys off with this one. In the college football playoff era, there is only one team that has not made the college football playoff, but yet still has a winning record versus top 25 teams. They're the only team in the college football playoff era to not make the playoff but have a winning record versus top 25 teams. FBS. Who is this team? FBS team. Power five. Power five team. Yep. Power five. Power five team. Top 25 teams, but never made it. Has a winning record against top 25 teams, but hasn't made it. I mean, there aren't a ton of teams that have made it, frankly, but... I mean... Frankly, Oklahoma State was one of that's the first where I, ones. Yeah, that was, that's where my head went. Um, I'm fine. Go ahead. Uh, Oklahoma State. Man, Neil, you, you're hot, man. You're right. There, there you go. Oklahoma State is 25-20 and 20 versus the top 25 since 2014. They, they beat Kansas State and they beat uh, Oklahoma this year. They were 23-20, and 20, so oh, now they're 25-20. Wow. and 20. There you go. And they have not made the college football playoffs. Neil, Neil watches so uh, much college football. He puts it in his veins for 14 hours every Saturday grind. I mean, <laughs> this not, shit is paying off. Not at all. Hey, what, when they say my man is too biased to have a vote, I disagree. I mean, things, I, shows like this just show that he's not, man. Thanks, thank you, Grind. I'm way too biased. My 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 <laughs> fandom my fandom just disqualifies me from from being objective as a as a college football writer. There's no way I could do it now, you know. I did it I did it when I worked in Mobile, but All I can't right, do it. I can't do it now. I I understand that, man. Look, I'm going to leave you guys with one. You guys can just let just let this fill your brain as you guys continue to show. Only four football players ever have won a Heisman, a national championship, and a Super Bowl. Just think about it. If you can name those four, I'll put it in the chat later on in the stream. You guys have a good show, man. How many players? Four. Heisman, a national title, and a Super Bowl. Four. Okay. Thanks, Grind. All right. All right, man. Hey, who do we have? Corey from Amory. What's up, Corey from Amory? How are you? Good, man. What's everybody talking about tonight? Uh, we did a little uh, trivia. We talked a little, um, a lot of basketball today for some reason from the late '90s era of the Ole Miss Rebels. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. You a big basketball guy back when you're finishing high school, Corey? I, I saw us win the West, AK's first year. Um, was the first ever game, not AK's first year. Um. One year, Evans, Keith Carter was playing. Um, didn't we win the West? 1997, that is correct. First game I ever went to, yeah. All right. Yeah. Do, do not miss it. The, that, that place, any, as my username would indicate. Um, um, while Corey, so the, to Grind's question, I do think Bush would be correct in the chat, and then I think Marcus Allen is one of the other ones. That's kind of the one I had in my head that I felt like I always knew. Oh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. And Joe Montana's one. Is he? Okay. I don't know. Mon- Montana won the Heisman, right? I have no idea. 
I don't know the answer to that. Didn't Flutie win the Heisman? Yeah, but he never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, the question is uh, national title, or- Heisman, and Super Bowl. I always thought it was pretty interesting. I, I can't remember his name right now, but I think he's the offensive line coach at Wisconsin who used to be here. Uh, Jack McNeil. Uh, he snapped the ball to Flutie. Yeah. On the Hail Mary play. Huh. That is an interesting note. Yep. What uh yep. first yep. time in first time in Major League Baseball history that both MVPs were unanimous. Oh. Ronald Acuna Jr. and Shohei Otani. Oh. Where's your where's your uh where's your meter at on uh, on Shohei? Uh, I, I refuse to get my hopes up. I'm super nervous and I just be happy when it ends and I can go ahead and get the disappointment over with and get over it. Gotcha. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't follow it near as close as, as you. I don't. I don't listen to. Uh, I have enough uh, MPW podcasts that I that I never have never listened to a Cubs podcast. I don't think. Really? Um. Yeah, I don't think I have. Uh, text me later. And tell me one that if I was going to, uh, to to start here. Okay. A Cubs podcast. Um, it's probably the CHGO Cubs podcast. It's probably the best one. Um. Brett Taylor and Sahad of Sharma do one, but it's pretty erratic in the off season. Like they did one the other day; it was the first one they'd done in a month and a half. Um, the CHGO one, the CHGO one, you have to skim through it a lot, but it, they they they're they're pretty good. CHGO you think we end up with Bellinger. What's that? You think that we end up back with Bellinger? No, I think he either ends up with the Yankees or the Giants. I don't. I, it, it doesn't sound like the Cubs are super involved there. Okay. I got you. Well, it was kind of a kind of an ugly basketball game the other night. It, yeah, in a lot of ways, that is uh that that is not incorrect from your uh, summation. It's going to be a struggle for a bit. I was not. I was not pleased when you said the other day that Sam Houston State was actually pretty good. Yeah, I don't think they were. Uh, I think okay. I was wrong. I know they've like had some. I think they've had like a little bit of like conference tournament tournament success and stuff. But I looked them up. They lost to Utah Valley this year, so I mean they can't be world beaters. I'm, the the more amazing thing is if any of those stats were correct, and Ole Miss lost seventy to sixty six to Houston in a scrimmage because Houston is uh, ranked sixth in the country and beating the cold hell out of Towson right now. Well, that's that's kind of why I said what I said the other day is I, I was very encouraged by that scrimmage and either. Either it, either the notes were wrong or something. Yeah. All right, guys, I was just checking. Hey, Corey, are you are you volunteering to run this Rebel Grove golf tournament in the spring? I w- I will help, and if I, I don't I don't know if you know this or not, but I have some experience with this. You did uh, a hell of a job. Yeah, so, yeah, raised a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll definitely help. Um, we just need to lock down a date. Don't do it during the mullet talk in April. I will, I will not be in town. I will be on the golf trip. All right. So. Send me your dates and we'll figure right. it out. All right. See you guys. Later. Uh, Detroit Mercy was Detroit College there for a while, but I don't know when they actually changed their names, answering a question in the stream. I looked that up while I was sitting there because I was just curious if Ole Miss was losing the game, what exactly that was what the situation was there with that program and university. It's a Catholic school in Detroit. Oh, okay. they had a Lajuan's kid on the team. It was that they did. 
Charles Woodson is another right answer to the trivia question. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, I hit the wrong button. Sorry. Try again. My bad. When it pops up like that, it's like crazy. I might have to reset it. I know how that works. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. When it happens like that, well, maybe not. Hold on, caller. I'm trying to get to you. Yeah, it's goofy. Podcast is brought to you by Heavenly Sunshine. It is time to get those Christmas lights up. They can help you out with that. They uh, Christmas lights are beautiful. They can be a lot of work, so let Heavenly Sunshine take care of the hassle and do the work for you with a full-service installation plan. They'll install, take down, store the lights. They use commercial-grade LEDs that are 100% customizable to your home or business. Let them take care of the lights while you take care of the gifts. You can uh, let them help you out all across the Mid-South and Oxford. They've been doing that for over four decades. Full-service commercial residential property maintenance, power washing, roof, roof cleaning, facade cleaning, and window cleaning. That's HeavenlySunshine.com. Our 662-342-1203. Get those lights up. Also, the podcast brought to you by Northeast Spark. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze. The 1 gig, it powers the Clark Ford Studio. I've got it at his home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's anyspark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. Again, the best internet in Lafayette County. Also parts of Union and Pontotoc counties, 662-238-3159. Podcast brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. It's getting close to the end of 2023. If you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes, call the foundation, and they'll walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives. Whether it's the Vault Society or Empower, both initiatives give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign, or if you're working on estate planning, Call the foundation to discuss Forever Ole Miss. For further information, 662-915-7159. Give to athletics.com. That is the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, 662-915-7159. Tell you about Style Assembly. It's a women's boutique on the square offering clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, art, and more. They carry a huge selection of gooder sunglasses for men and women. I've got multiple pair. And they just launched their online store so you can shop from anywhere. Visit shopstyleassembly.com. And click shop now. Shipping is free anywhere in the U.S. for orders over $150. And use this exclusive discount, RG15, on the website between now and the end of the year to receive 15% off your purchase. That's RG15, 15% off. They're a corporate sponsor of the Grove Collective. They're a founding member of the Grove Collective Business Coalition. And they're also announcing a pretty neat collaboration coming up with the Grove Collective. So keep your ears open for that. That's shopstyleassembly.com. Or 203 North Lamar, next to Blind Pig. Ask for Kate. She's the owner, and she will personally help you out. Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp. PrimeShrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. Everything from New Orleans-style barbecue, the signatures, one of my favorites. They got the full meals in a bag. So many different ways to take care of you when you're busy. Got stuff going on. Kids are busy at night. Prime Shrimp makes it easy. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate, and they ship directly to your door. So use code RG. It's code RG. Five pouches or more, 25% off. 25% off code RG. PrimeShrimp.com. Five pouches or more. Also, uh, G&M Pharmacy. Tyson Drugs. Those are in Holly Springs. They're in Oxford. 
And they want to remind you that um, it's time for those high-dose flu shots, especially for patients over 65 years old. Most clinics typically give standard dose to all patients, so they highly recommend the 65 and older patients come get a high-dose flu shot from one of their two locations. They also have the uh, RSV vaccine if anybody needs that step. They get vaccines by appointment, which makes getting in and out super easy. Just give them a call to schedule, 662-236-2222 in Oxford for GNM or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. Let me do that. Austin, thanks for Super Chats. Since I can't call because I'm driving, I'll ask my question here. Any chance A&M Texas gets the Thanksgiving slot over the Egg Bowl? Um, I know a lot of people at Ole Miss that would like the Egg Bowl on Saturday, and Texas A&M, Texas does seem to have a traditional feel on that. Yeah, that that would not shock me at all for moving forward. Go ahead, caller. You're on. Now, it's not next year. I think they are locked into one more no matter what. Is that right? I think. Okay. Someone told me they, they were they didn't. Were okay. Not. We'll look it up. I don't know. Hey, caller. Go ahead. You're on. Hey, it's Steve from Greenville. Uh, just a quick question. Do you think this is going to be Hugh Freeze's last head coaching job? He's going to end it at Auburn, or does he go somewhere after Auburn? Uh, in general, no, he'll have another one. Yeah, he'll he's still have, young. He'll probably have another one. He'll, now, if you're saying is he going to elevate into something higher, this, prob- is, his, this uh, is his best You one. think it's his pinnacle? Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of hate to say it, man. Right. To say it's his pinnacle, you have to say he does better than two access bowls at Auburn. Because he's already done that. Oh, it's true. Because pinnacle doesn't mean how far it falls. It just means what was the what yeah. was the tip? What was the highlight? Yeah. It's his Mount, his Mount Everest. And one, all right. And one more question. I was listening to uh, Bo Bounds this morning, and he said that if Leach was still alive, State had won eight games. Get y'all thought on that. By the way, I think Tony Dorsett is the right answer. Is that Dorsett? I'm thinking about it. He won with the Cowboys. He won national title at Pittsburgh, didn't he? And he won the Heisman. Okay. Bo wants to say anything that will get attention and can be a little pro bulldog. So I'm not shocked by anything you could tell me from the lifestyle down there. I don't think that team was winning eight games. No. They have major issues. I mean, eight games. They're not getting to six. You got to give them two more. Yeah. LSU beat them by 50. They weren't beating Alabama. No. I mean, A&M just beat them 51 to three after the opening kickoff. I haven't heard from Bo Bounds in a long time. No, it used to be sort of in our ecosystem a little bit. Yeah. And it, 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 it no longer is. Good for him for keeping it going, though. Oh. I mean, kudos. Hey, who do chugga, we have? Chugga, 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 chugga. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're on. Who's who's this? Hey, this is Christian from Oklahoma City. What's oh. up? What's up? Thunder up. Yeah, yeah, they're looking pretty good. Yeah, they look I good. I wanted to ask, I know we're, this is a little, this is a little uh, jump in the gun because we have to beat the esteemed Louisiana Monterey Warhawks as well as uh, State. But um, how do you feel about Lane treating the blue game like a video game this year? Like, is it going to be worth the trip going down there to see us? I know like, I'm never going and all that stuff. But is he is he ever going to treat a bowl game seriously, or does there have to be something at stake? 
Like, I'm kind of hoping we get Texas so he doesn't want to lose to Sark. But, but like, is there a chance that even at 10-2 and two, we're playing video games? I thought he would have played a normal game had Corral not gotten hurt in 21. Yeah, for sure. Last year, they just had fallen to Texas, and he didn't want to be there, and it was just whatever, and it did not matter to him. I, I thought the Sugar Bowl, he was fairly locked in to try to win a game. He was. He wanted to have the first 11-win season in program history. That was a stake that he felt. He, he, no, he n- Neither he nor his team wanted to be in Houston last year, and the team they were playing against was fired up, and yeah. so they got their ass kicked. And that's just bowl stuff. This year, assuming they're 10-2, and two, I would think he'll really want to win the bowl game to get to 11-2. and two. Um, you know, Just w- to win a bowl game. Would basically. he be more more fired up for an access bowl than the citrus bowl i don't know maybe but no i think i think they'd try to win last year was they didn't want to be there and texas tech did and you have to like i said there's always two sides to the equation right it's not just about one team it's about the other team as well it's like the arkansas thing that happened last year you yeah Ole miss was flat and and kind of distracted in the first half, and Arkansas was locked in and completely present, and and that's what happened. It it takes two for that to happen. So I, I I think they'll I think they'll approach the bowl game pretty seriously. But you know, look, it, it if you're in the Citrus Bowl and you lose it, does it really matter? The answer is no. So I don't know. He might take some chances. Yeah, that that makes sense for sure. Um, I mean, we, I'd love. I'm considering going, so I'd love to go and see us win. And so, like, I I just want him to to care about it. <laughs> but uh, Texas or Penn State will keep his was, attention more than I, some other teams. Yeah, if he plays Texas in the Cotton Bowl, he'll be locked yeah. in. If he plays Penn State in the Maybe. in the Citrus, he'd probably get kind of locked in. Um, you know, the Iowa thing would be interesting because what if we get like Louisville in the Peach. You won't. You won't go to the peach. You. you I mean, not peach. I'm mean, oh, sorry. It's orange. orange. You can't do. And you won't. Yeah. You, you. You could. If he plays SMU in the cotton, he'll be a little less interested. Yeah. You're fighting being the away team. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. One other thing I wanted to ask was, uh, how do you think this NBA in-season tournament is going? Uh, the it seems to get like pretty good. Pub, I kind of understand it from like the soccer perspective of like trying to have something else going on in the middle of the season. But um, like, is it turning out? What do you think yeah. it turned out well or what? Yeah, I, I like it. I think most people like it. It's going to end up. They're going to have the, the games in Vegas that I think people will enjoy. And yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's cool. It doesn't. All right, the, some people act like it was going to take away from the regular season. I don't think it does at all. I think it actually makes the regular season a little more, a little more interesting when they play those games. Yeah, it's it's cool, and I don't think anybody's. Like overly serious about it, but it's fun. It's it's it makes a November game a little more interesting, which was the point. Awesome. Well, th- thank you guys. I'll hang up. Appreciate the call. A couple of super chats. Um, Memphis Rebel says, "Hey, just got here first. We're doing good. Second, have you heard if Jackson is sitting out for the ULM game? I've not. I expect it seems to be all systems go. I expect he'll play and then grind with the super chat. Answers the question. He says Reggie Bush, Marcus Allen, Charles Woodson, Tony Dorsett uh, were the ones who have won the Heisman, won a national championship, and won a Super Bowl. 
Joe Burrow, he says, was the closest to being the first quarterback to do it. Devontae Smith, the wide receiver for the Eagles, was the closest to doing it next last season when he lost the Super Bowl. Devontae Smith won a national title at Alabama and won the Heisman. It's true. That is a fact. Burrow was awfully close. Oh. A bad third down pass interference call from being a play away. Logan, Logan, was too. Logan Wilson did not hold on that play. It was a bad call. It was a makeup call, right? Wasn't mm, that a makeup call? I can't know. I don't think so. It was just a I thought sh- there was something right before that that just happened. Just a bad call. Can't believe he called that, matter of fact. I mean, you're a Texans fan now. It doesn't really matter. I know. CJ, my boy. What's te- What's the Texans' like motto? Like, What's their thing? I don't thing? know. We've got to figure it what's out. What's their thunder up? And I just, I'm not a Houston person. That's the problem. Can he get traded? In like five years, you're going to be a Rockets fan. No. Be a Texans fan. No, I don't like Houston. I need him to go to another That is a good place. point. You kind of like the Texans, and you can't stay in the Rockets or the Astros. Yeah, I just don't like the city of Houston. Can we deal him somewhere? <laughs> Can we deal him somewhere? Can we trade Tunzel and CJ to another NFL team? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do a a package deal. I mean, just name a team. I'm cool with it. That would be really expensive. It really would. It'd be worth it. I'd give a lot of draft picks up for that one. All the draft picks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, even Mike Ditka would blush at that one and go, I don't know, too rich for my blood. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're fun. Have you watched them much? Oh, they're great. Yeah, no, no. they're fun. It's, they're legitimate fun. It's the AFC team, I find myself kind of yeah. flipping on a little bit. I mean, Laramie, who's always light on his feet, looks lighter on his feet than ever before. He looks happy. Well, I know he's got he's played do. for a lot of bad teams. I mean, he's doing, he's probably going. Hey, if I just hang on for a minute, he's doing this with like no super receivers. Yeah, yeah. Um, grind. My fan level for the Saints is just completely in the middle. I mean, like we're following, we're here. But there is zero Super Bowl aspirations, and you're playing in this crap division. It's a pillow fight with the Falcons. It's 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 a mess. It's fine. Whatever. It's all good. I'd feel a little better had we gotten that second ring. But yeah. it, it feels like a wasted era. I'm used to those as a Braves fan and a Saints fan. It's been going on eight years since the Cubs won the World Series, and I'm kind of ready for another one, damn it's it. It's getting a little... Yeah, I'm, all the granddads out there going, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> Decades, bud. Yeah. Decades. Well, he, you know, the Red Sox waited forever and they got like four. Yeah, I know. I mean, Once they started rolling them off. I just need Shohei to come do his thing. All the jerseys. Oh, so many jerseys. Will you get tired of me when I'm wearing a Cubs jersey no, for like the fine. 47th consecutive day? You just got to keep mixing them up. It can't be one jersey. No, I'll rotate. Yeah, it's got to be like all four or five. No, Houston's damn good. Oh, I thought you meant the Cougars. I say, no, the Cougars are good at basketball. That's a national title contender. I'll, uh, I'll even get the BP jersey just to kind of rotate it. I do like Minute Maid Park. Yeah, it's fine. Right there. It's, it's, it's a good it's, park. It's fine. It's, it's okay. I went to a game there two seasons ago, saw the Yankees. Boston College at Pitt, Ugh. Brooklyn, Miami, Ugh. Clemson, South Carolina. Is that is that basketball? Uh, we'll find out. 
Sure, it's not like they're not showing a football game from back in the day. No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, don't put anything past the SEC. No, it's women. Oh, it's women's basketball. 43 oh, to God. 6. 43 to 6. Yeah, I knew what you meant, Mitchell, once I thought about it for a second. Uh, and Clemson's 3 0. Well, not, not ready for that. <laughs> they're 3 and 1 now. Jesus. Not much longer, I'll tell you that. What do you think the Clemson coach's pregame speech was? Because she knew that was coming if it was 43 to 6. Just do your best. Don't quit. This is the pinnacle. It's what we're trying to get to. So you're going to see that tonight. It's going to be a barometer tonight. Mm. Hey, coach, we got a long way. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, coach, (laughs) we need to adjust our goals. Hey, pull out the goal sheet because we need to come up with some new ones. I did cover a high school basketball game back when I was doing that. Uh, I guess probably in college, and it it was two nothing. And I walked out to take a phone call, and I came back in, and it was fifty two to two. A team was just running a full court press, and the other team couldn't get the ball in and across half court. No, mer- it was a fifty two to zero run. No mercy. Oh, none. No, no, no. Not even a little bit. The Saints are very boring. That's a good point, Tupelo. Like they are, they are a boring football team right now. At least in the mediocre years with like Breeze and Peyton, they score a lot of points, just give up a lot of points, and make me cuss. But they weren't boring. The NFL can get boring at times. It's the only knock on it. It really can. It can at times. And you get weeks where there's not a lot of good games, too. Like, it's, it just sort of. I don't think the Ole Miss line. I mean, nobody's putting a ton of money on Ole Miss and ULM, but the line really hasn't moved all week. By the way, the first half line, I think, is 21 and a half. I like that. Yeah, I, I like the first half line. Ole Miss takes the ball. So you get the possession. Yeah, and they're going to score. They're going to score. They're going to score. And ULM's bad, and they're kind of on quit watch. Yeah, because why, I mean, why do they give a damn? I mean, they, 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 they don't. Yeah, uh, 30, it opened at 36 and a half, and now it's at 37, so it's done nothing. The over-under is 63 and a half. State line is bumped up to 14 and a half. The over-under 46. We'll see what games are coming up. Thunder Warriors tonight. Not till not till nine. That's good though. You go to soccer, get back, and it's on. Yeah, I guess. Are you staying up? Probably. No Curry, no Draymond. No, and I get to sleep in in the morning. That's true. Because we don't podcast. I need to get up and write basketball, but I'm. What are you writing? You're writing about the Bearcats. I guess I'll just write about the whole tad pad thing. Okay. I probably could just put Beard's PC up and okay. let let him do it himself. I mean, so it wasn't an indication the other night that he actually feels like a CSA ruling is coming. I don't know. He mentions him. He never mentions by name. Murray him. never comes up. He never mentions Murray. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of my point. Or what? I, yeah, I agree. What are the Thanksgiving games NFL? Lions play, obviously. 
And the Cowboys play, obviously. What's the night game? I don't know. Let's pull it up. I got it. NFL schedule. This is week 11, so that's week 13. No, it's next week. It's week 12. Right? Yeah. Dallas plays two Thursdays in a row. Green Bay at Detroit, 11.30 a.m. That's a dog. Washington at Dallas. Kind of a dog the commanders are they're pesky. 720 49ers at Seahawks. They hate each other. Yeah, you get that. Yeah. Miami at the Jets on Friday. Oh, there's a Friday game. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Oh, the, the NFL has decided they're not just giving days away anymore. You, you you no longer get your day if you were another sport that always had their your cute day. No, they've they've gone from king to dictator. Yeah. Yeah. They used to be very benevolent and go, okay, that's fine. No more. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, they'll play games on Christmas Day this year, too. Yeah. Christmas is on a Monday? I don't know. Yeah. So they'll just play the one game. Okay. It's not the Sunday where they just give you the complete well, finger. Last year, they just told the NBA, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Losers. Well, and they even put like a pretty good game, too, like just being assholes. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. It's so like next year. When Celtics they, and Lakers, huh? Cool. All right. Next year when Christmas is on a Tuesday, they'll be like, okay, NBA, have your fun. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Here, here's the ad. <laughs> here's the, uh, Christmas means the NBA and the NFL is going to be like, yes, on years that it's on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yep, it does. So big news! Uh, the, the news coming out from our from the, the you know our big entertainer. Did Snoop Dogg is he actually quitting smoking or is this they set up to a Super Bowl ad? You see this? No, I did not. Snoop Dogg has announced he has stopped smoking marijuana. Oh, it's probably an ad. So does he have lung issues? And he's, I mean, because he look, he's been through a lot. Or is he starting his own edibles company? Oh, could be. We doing that? Could be. It's probably that. Because he's all about the promotion in the dollar now. Yeah. So it's Super Bowl ad or Edibles Company, in my opinion. Or maybe both. Or both. He's got the money to pay for an ad. Yeah. No, Ben. It's a do- different CSA. The answer is S-E-S-A-Y. Correct. Uh, this CSA is C-I-S-S-E. Correct. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. He ain't saying he ain't gummies. It's gummies. It's got to be. I don't know where Ansu is now. We had him on the show a few years ago when we were in Jackson. Oh, yeah. He was on with us. Didn't he do like an assistantship or something yeah. for a little while? Yeah, he yeah. was here under Kermit. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing now. I don't know either. That was kind of when we'll go full circles. We're about to close. That was the thing with Rod. He talked Rob that he talked about was how many of his players have been pretty damn successful in most things. Like it's been a lot of coaches. Anthony Boone's at UCA, the JUCO level. You got multiple guys he coached. Flanagan's done a good job. Like they've had guys that yeah. have, that have done a lot of stuff. Um, and that obviously Keith, Keith and Mike, and Mike and, and sure. yeah, 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 the obvious ones at that point. All right, we'll uh, we'll wrap it there. Appreciate everybody for being with us. Thanks to all the super chatters, everybody who participated in the uh, in the stream. Thanks to all the callers as well. Got a uh, Oxford Exxon podcast coming to you at seven. I talked to Gabe DeArmond about the whole Missouri, Ole Miss, Penn State uh, access bowl debate, all that stuff. That's there, and then uh, our weekly visit with uh, Ben Mintz of Barstool Sports. So it's a smaller Oxford Exxon 
podcast extra edition, but it's there for you. It'll air at seven. Uh, and then we'll put all of this up in podcast form over the next few hours and get you ready for tomorrow. And then, like I mentioned, we'll have a post game show on uh, Saturday afternoon, a little later after the game, probably 30 to 45 minutes after the game ends, assuming it ends at two. I would assume we'll be rolling by 3 PM, hopefully a little before three. And uh, we'll hang with you for a while on, uh, on Saturday. And then obviously a full week or a, well, a full beginning of the week of podcast next week as we get ready for the Egg Bowl Ole Miss at Mississippi State. So uh, for Chase, I'm Neil. Thanks again to the people at Comer and Southern for sponsoring Hand Raise Guys. And uh, we will talk to you again on Saturday. Take care.